Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. <sighs> I'm mad, Michelle. Um, I think I know why, but tell me the, anyway. Tell, you tell me why I'm mad. Um, because <laughs> your your Dawn of the Dead something edition isn't here yet, and it won't be for another week. Yes, uh, I, I'm one of the many horror nerds who bought the Dawn of the Dead uh, UHD 4K release from England. So, well, okay, so first of all, it should be mentioned that in America, Dawn of the Dead has been in and out of print a lot. Uh, and Dawn of the Dead is one of my all-time favorite movies. Not one of my all-time favorite horror movies, one of my all-time favorite movies, just period. So, uh, it was on Blu-ray for literally like five years, which is not very long. And now it's horribly out of print. I have one of the Blu-rays, but, uh, and it wasn't even like the Blu-ray of all the versions. It was only the, uh, theatrical cut. So overseas, on the other hand, they have better luck with, um, the rights because they're different. They're handled <laughs> differently in different countries. Well, uh, I'm trying to like make this make sense for people who are already bored by what I'm talking about. Um, when you buy a DVD, uh, generally they're region coded to a, pr- a particular region of the world. And that's in order to protect distributors and stuff like that from piracy. Right. So, you know, if a movie's not available in the United States, it's like, well, you're not supposed to be able to watch the United Kingdom DVD. That's the whole point. But for some reason, I don't know why, I don't know if there's like a real reason or not, uh, but they just did, there are no region locks on Universal HD or UHD, not Universal, Ultra HD, 4K, Blu-rays. They just don't have it. Wow. So people can buy UHD releases from Germany and United Kingdom. And I'm just, uh, well, I was about to just list more places that aren't America. Like, <laughs> just- that's very helpful. <laughs> No, everybody needs to know what they are. <laughs> Here are all the places that are not the United States. <laughs> but um so I actually already bought a Blu-ray set of Dawn of the Dead from Italy. Um but it wasn't uh it was more because I'm a collector, I wasn't really going to watch it because it wasn't UHD anyway. I can I I have to use a special player. And that's the other thing. Sometimes Blu-rays come out and then all the nerds get together and we're like, "Hey, so I I bought that." It's not really region locked. For some reason, they forgot to put the region locking on. That happens all the time. Wow. Um, Especially in Australia. A lot of Australian Blu-ray releases, everybody will start talking to be like, dude, that Australian release that you can order via Amazon, it's not region locked. It says it is, but it's not. Wow. So, Andy, of course, you could also buy a player that plays all region. They're just Mm -hmm. expensive. So, anyway... Um, but this is the ultimate Dawn of the Dead. It has all of the versions of the known versions, which is the extended version, the European version, and the theatrical version in 4K, as well as a disc of extras, which I won't be able to watch because they'll be in region B on regular mm-hmm. Blu-ray. Uh, that's okay. I have a plan. Uh, I have a plan. No, uh, but 
I'm excited because these are the transfers that were, you know, they were, uh, uh, approved by the director of photography of the film Dawn of the Dead and yada, yada, yada. So, but anyway, it came, it's coming out or it just came out in England and I bought it. So my cousin who I hate, uh, <laughs> he's a horror fan. He just sent me a text of the picture of it because what he did apparently. So, and it, it got kind of embargoed. The word started spreading that Americans in mass were buying this release, but they're not supposed to be able to, but they are. So, uh, so some of the companies that were going to sell it got shut down. Basically they were like, okay, oh. we, can't, we can't sell it. Mostly American companies. So uh, a few did not, but, but, but several did. So my cousin, because he's crazy and he loves these movies so much, he used one of those services, which I'm sure you're familiar with because weebs use these services all the time, a service where you buy something from Amazon and ship it to a place and then they ship it to you in another country. No, I don't know about that, actually. That's very popular in Japan for Japan stuff. Okay. But, uh, because, you know, it's too creepy to send to, to send directly to America, I guess. <laughs> Everything about Japan is too too creepy, I guess. Uh, no, but, yeah, so he already has his, and no one else I know has theirs, because I think that they all generally ordered it a traditional way. And I ordered it from, a mo- uh, like, a mom-and-pop blu-ray place which i know they'll deliver it it's just whenever they get it they'll then send it to me yeah. so i'm a little jealous that he has it, even though i don't even have time to watch it if i wanted to but yeah but i understand it it'd just be nice to be able to hold it you know yeah so i hope you're happy i'm drinking hot tea oh me too i know you're drinking i know i know <laughs> i know michelle <laughs> thank you for enlightening me to your drinking hot tea. I'm shocked. I, I <laughs> could have been, I don't know, drinking. <laughs> I don't know. That's it. That's all I have. You're like, you're like, I could have been drinking warm water, but without tea in it. Mm-hmm. That's not what I do. <laughs> um, ever since we had that episode about deal breakers, and you mentioned, and and uh, the electric kettle was mentioned. I bought an electric kettle. Mm-hmm. My God, it can boil that water in like a minute. It takes longer than a minute. Barely. It takes the whole time that when I make the uh, when when like when it hasn't been on when you have cold water in it in the morning. Mm-hmm. It takes longer, obviously, than room temperature water. So it takes about... Whoa, this is heavy science. It, <laughs> it takes, like, I put it on, and then I make Giggs breakfast. And <laughs> what does Giggs usually have? Like, uh, like uh, is it like Eggs Benedict? Or, yeah, or like, so- sometimes. Uh... Sometimes she has cereal. <laughs> she really likes cereal, but she... Yeah. <laughs> I make her breakfast, and then I put whatever I'm going to eat in the toaster... And that usually goes for about three minutes. And then your glass is fogged up. That's because it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that. You're like, and then I put whatever I'm going to eat in the toaster. I just imagine like, you know, like soup. <laughs> you're just pouring like a can of soup or like, or like Chef Boyardee. Or just or just sticking a brick of ramen in it. <laughs> that would be really good, actually. Mm, like toasted slightly ramen. toasted ramen. <laughs> but uh uh it takes it can't take more than two minutes because it's always done so fast. 
It is done really fast. I mean, it's done much, much faster than if you were to put water on a stove. Yes. And it's it's more precise than if you're just like, I just use my microwave to warm up water. Which yeah, is- but then you end up with this incredibly hot cup. What do you do with that? Yeah. I don't know. But also, <laughs> you superheat it and then it explodes out like it could do. So I mean, it can. You're right. So, But no, I'm drinking hot tea. Uh, and I know that that makes you so happy. It does. And, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, I guess I would be remiss if I didn't mention that I am almost certain that this is our one year anniversary. Oh, no. This has got to be the one year. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I think I'm right. So we've been doing this podcast for like a year. Yeah. <laughs> is that, that's what you have to say? Yeah. I don't that's know. <laughs> well, how has it enriched your life? I don't know. <laughs> Thanks. It 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 means that every other week on Wednesday I do this in the afternoon instead of the other thing that I would be doing that What's I don't the know. other thing that you I don't be know. Doing? Something else. <laughs> um, well, that's, I guess I'll take that as a ringing endorsement. Thank, thanks. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> um, I feel, I, I will say, you know, I feel bad for our podcast because it really didn't get a fair shake. It didn't even get a full half a year before COVID-19. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we had... <laughs> We've had more uh, during COVID episodes than pre-COVID episodes, which is just not fair. It's, it's not true. fair. There's just a heaviness that exists mm-hmm. that I wish did not. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I appreciate the people there. There aren't a ton of you, but I appreciate those of you who are listening to this every Monday. I do get the, I do get the messages from people who are like, you know, um, uh, you know, I look forward to this on Monday when I go to work and stuff like that because it publishes at midnight on Mondays or which is technically Sunday night. Mm-hmm. So they get that way. I figured that way if somebody wants it, you know, first thing in the morning that it's ready. Yeah, maybe I should I should start doing that with my comic going to midnights. It might be a good idea. I, I noticed that um, with podcasts in particular, some podcast apps take like two hours to refresh your feed. Mm-hmm. So by putting it up at midnight, I guarantee that when people wake up in the morning, it'll be in their feed. Yeah. As opposed to if I publish it at like 7 a.m., it might not be in their feed till they're already at work. That's interesting. Yeah. So I try I try to think things. Not really. I was going to say I try to think things through. That's all. That's a lie. You uh, just do <laughs> think things through? You don't even try? No, no. Trying is the first step to failure. You should know this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I guess I'll talk about it here. Cause where the hell else would I talk about it? Um, I'm not like super public about it, but I am kind of going back to work in a way mm-hmm. finally, except that I don't, I didn't really stop working, but I did stop working. It's like, you know, imagine if you had a job and like one part of the job was like super fun and the other part was everything else I do. And, <laughs> you know, it was just those tedious stuff and, and, and clerical. And then imagine that COVID-19 happens and then you just 
stopped any of the fun parts and stuck to only the uh, the more difficult and uh, clerical elements of my jo- of your job. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes. That's what it's been like. Um, so I have like a combination of feeling like I haven't been at work or I've been away from work, and also none of the rest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The sense of rest, I guess. So, um, but, uh, yeah. So, and those for don't, who don't know, I don't, I can't imagine you wouldn't know. Uh, but, uh, I make movies for a living feature movies and, um, it's been really hard because, and I, I know I touched base on this a couple weeks ago, but like, there's a movie I really want to make and I can't. So, but if I don't make movies, then I can't live. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> so I gotta make movies. Um, so I'm making a very small uh, movie right now. Um, On top of the found footage webcam movie, I'm making like a real narrative movie and we start shooting it. By the time you're listening to this, I will have hopefully already shot half of it. Um, But uh, we're starting shooting and it's weird because thanks to COVID and other things, but especially COVID, I haven't directed a feature movie in over a year. Wow. Because I would have, it would have been in, it would have only been six months because I would have started shooting in, I think May, mm-hmm. but instead it's been almost a year or over a year. I can't well, remember. Anymore. I mean, doesn't the, doesn't the webcam found footage movie count as directing? It, it does. And, and you know, the fun, it's, it's such a weird thing. I, I like that style of movie. I mm-hmm. really do. I saw both of the unfriended movies in the theater because I, I love them both. I, I like that style of movie, but it doesn't give me the same feeling as directing a movie where you have actors and lights and lenses. And, and it's just not the same exact feeling. I think sure. that when the found, the found footage webcam movie is done, which it's very close to done uh, being shot. And then it'll only take a few weeks to, to get it all cut together. I think that when it's complete, I will feel more like I made a movie when, mm-hmm. you, know, yeah. you know, but, but the creation of it just doesn't feel like the way making movies feels making movies is generally is, you know, getting some people together and go into a place and, you know, eating sandwiches and like working really hard and your feet are sore, but you're having a great time. And like, you know, in between takes, you're everybody's making each other laugh because some actors are really serious, but some actors are really funny. And, uh, and, and the really serious actors half the time are the most appreciative of the funny people. And, you know, and, and one of my favorite things about being a director is, um, that I get to be, I'm, I'm the captain of the ship. And if I notice that everybody's tired, I get to start cracking jokes because I'm the boss. No one can stop it. So I'll start telling, you know, old off color jokes that I remembered hearing in elementary school and everyone starts laughing and, and I feel good because we're all having an adventure together. I never, I didn't, I didn't have camp, you know, I didn't have those things growing up. And, but this is like my, my camp. This is my fun. This is, I mean, it's obviously my passion. I've dedicated my entire life to it, you know? So obviously I love it. Um, now it's hard cause you know, because we're trying to be, and I'm not going to go into heavily what we're doing to be COVID safe because it's not of your concern of anyone's concern, except the people who are on the set, but we are doing things to be safer. The number one thing is simply the, uh, being outdoors and having, a very small cast and crew. Mm-hmm. That's really the biggest one because from everything I've, I've researched, 
the smartest thing you can do is not be indoors and not be in a big crowd. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're yeah. doing. Yeah. You know, that's the number. Those are the main things. I mean, there are other shit too, but, uh, but that's mainly what we're doing. And the, one of the reasons I'm not publicizing like crazy, Hey, we're making a movie is I don't want people to think that, you know, that we're going to be reckless and go back to usual to business as usual. I'm not doing that. Um, and I know people who are, mm-hmm. um, uh, not personally, but I know of people who are like just making movies again. And, uh, t- to me, even though it's my entire living, it's like, I mean, frankly, to me, I don't think even making like the Batman is worth risking getting people really sick. But I understand why somebody could make that argument because those people are being paid very well and it's their livelihood, you know, and and things like that. But with this, with, you know, a majority volunteer crew and we're doing this because we love it and we want to have fun, their safety is even more important to me. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I can't have that attitude of like, ah, they're being paid. You know, they're not always. Some of them are, but, you know. And even, but no matter what, I mean, I can guarantee you nobody's being paid what they're worth. And that is a, that is not an insult. That is a compliment. Mm-hmm. The people I work with are worth so much. I could never afford them if they charged me a true market rate. So yeah. the problem is I'm excited to, to go back out there and film, but I, I'm definitely, and I do this all the time. This is not new. I mean, it's just a little more extreme, but like I get scared and nervous that I'm not, that I'm not going to do a good job or I don't know what I'm doing. And then I have to stop and be like, this is literally, if you don't count the movie, that's nearly done. This is my 17th feature film as a director. 17th. Yeah. 18th. If you count the other one, that's almost done, which I do. Cause that counts. <laughs> well then 18, that's a lot. I know that when I get there uh, to set and I set up the camera and I put the lens on and I start talking to the actors and I will start smiling because we're all there to do something we really love to do. And I love the script and I love the actors we got. I mean, again, I mean, I guess it's, you know, damning with false hope or phrase or, or praise or what it's not praise. I guess it's damning and false hope, but like I got every single actor I wanted. Granted, there aren't a lot of acting jobs to do. Some mm-hmm. people aren't, aren't, aren't working so much right now. And it was a very small cast. So everything was working in my favor to get everyone I wanted for the movie. But I did, I got every, I got first choices on every character. Good. And that's awesome. But yeah. we also we also did things to keep it smaller, like we cast our crew as the smaller roles. That way, there's no, you know, that way, um, three of the roles are also three crew people. Mm-hmm. So we literally avoided having to have three more people on set because we're trying really hard to keep a limit to exposure. Um, so, yeah, it, so I'm going to show up and I'm sure that it'll all kick in and I'll just start making it. Cause every job I've ever done in film that has been large, which I would call any feature is a large job. Sure. Um, I always kind of walk, I always kind of wake up in the morning and go, I hope I can fucking do this. And then I show up and I just do it. Yeah. Um, you say something. Um, yeah, you, you can do it. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that I think it's probably wise not to just like just talk about it constantly on social media and all that stuff. Um, because uh, I don't know what just happened, but <laughs> I, I, um, 
because I, I, I think, I think you're doing like what you feel like you need to do. And I think you're taking precautions, but I don't really want to normalize people with just being like, I don't know, man, I'm just going to do this. Um, that's kind of how I feel about music as well. Uh, like just it's, this is not normalizing, uh, things being relatively normal. is not probably a good idea. I am trying. Yeah, I'm definitely normalizing normal. That's good. That's good work. That's good talk. Good talk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. And that's, I don't want people to think we're just out, you know, this is, um, it was a hard decision, but, uh, well, first of all, it wasn't just my decision. Once I decided I was comfortable, I had to ask all the people who usually collaborate with me if mm-hmm. they were comfortable and, and pretty much everybody was, I mean, and it's, you know, we're pretty far out from the start of the epidemic. So we're not as clueless, you know, like we we know a little bit more and that's for sure. I would not have tried to do this in even July. Um, you know, so it's too bad actually, because it was safer in July (laughs) and it depends on how you define safer, uh, less spread or at least as far as we know. I can tell you that that the testing in my area has not increased, but the levels of people who are sick have increased. Because I can yeah, but see... that's because that's because you're all just like weak Pennsylvania people. Oh yeah, know? we're totally weak. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I I know what I know what you're saying. I'm just I'm just saying, but like we're a, a little bit more aware in general, sure, as to where you know people were saying drink really hot water and the virus will just go into your tummy. And I I don't think that. That boss guy likes me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad you call bullshit. That's what's important. But I, but like, I think he has, he's like holding a grudge now, but I, so it's not great, but that's okay. Cause I, (laughs) I, I had to make sure people that just didn't think they could just drink hot water and be okay. (laughs) Well, misinformation is bad. So, you know, but like, if you looked at what we knew in like July, Versus now, there was a lot of focus that wasn't on things that seem to apply now. Um, so, you know, after all that time, that's why I was like, okay, we're doing a movie. It's outside. There mm-hmm. aren't a lot of people. Mm-hmm. These are these are wins, you know. So yeah, but uh, but yeah. So I don't want to normalize it a huge amount. So I'm not going to be like plastering pictures all over. Now I am, you know, uh, you know, because I, I, sh- I may as well disclose. Like I am doing this movie for a production company. I mean, like this is. So I can live, you know, I'm, I'm doing this, you know, as for my job. So, you know, if they want to post pictures of us, publicity of us doing the movie, that's up to them mm-hmm. and I'll share it, but I'm not going to be like, Hey, we're just, you know, fucking doing it. Like it always was, yeah. you know, I will be, you know, very adamant. Cause they actually, when I, when I started talking with the company, they told me they were like, we have, you know, they were like, we halted production for about two months. And it was like, now all the, any movies we're doing are in the middle of nowhere with almost nobody. So yeah. like they like they did one movie I think they said it was like a four person crew and a three person cast and it was in the middle of Montana like in the in the wilderness of Montana I was like mm-hmm. that's probably the safest place you could be yeah <laughs> so you know we're not quite so in the middle of nowhere but we you know we're doing okay mm-hmm. um so yeah I'm 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 excited to work I'm nervous uh also. Because uh, making movies never, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Uh, the the 10-day weather forecast just changed, and now it's only predicted to rain on the days that we're filming, which aren't even continuous days. Like mm-hmm. It's like it's just yeah. like rain and rain and rain and rain. So uh, hopefully, I mean, it's November, so precipitation rates are down. 
Um, so that should mean, I mean, so we're not going to, it's very unlikely we're going to get like a day long storm. We will probably get showers at, at worst. They're not predicting any storms. They're only predicting showers. That's good. That's good. Says, says you when I am here and we're having rain all day right now. We had rain yesterday here. Yeah. So they predicted that. Yes. <laughs> My point is they didn't they're they're predicting showers they're not predicting okay. storms. So okay. we probably won't lose whole days of shooting. We'll probably only lose hours at most, maybe even not that much. Okay. The only real challenge right now is just daylight. Mm-hmm. Um and we get more than you have, but like yeah. it's still it's really dark by 6 here. Oh, 6 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean it's it's like too dark to film by 6. So I know, I know you live in a world of perpetual darkness. I know. <laughs> I screw you. I used to live further east than you. No, not not than where I lived growing up, I don't think. Uh that I don't I don't know for sure. I think I'd we're have probably to, around All right, the same. I'm pulling up a map of New Jersey right now, you fuck. <laughs> map of fucking New Jersey. Enter. Wow, I like how that just gave completely normal results. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, I'm looking at a map of fucking New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, God. Okay, I have to remove fucking. It's giving me comedy maps of New Jersey. Oh, yeah, that's kind of what I thought it would do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's here's a regular map of New Jersey. Okay, sorry. Um, Wait, what? Where did I? What county did I live in? I don't know. Pas- I lived in Passaic County. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, so I see where I was. Uh, what county did you grow up in? Uh, Middlesex County, but also right next to Mercer, like where they hit each other, basically. Right next to Mercer. Okay, I was definitely further east than you. Okay, fine. Fine. So I'm fine. looking at a map right now. And yeah, you were you were a bit so no, but I just I just remember I worked a nine to five when I lived in New Jersey, <laughs> New Jersey. So I remember just like waking up and be like, oh, it's kind of dark, and then going into work and then leaving work and be like, oh, it's night now. <laughs> it was like it was like I work in a coal mine. Yeah, I mean the other a couple of days ago, right when we switched back to normal time, I was like, oh, after work, I'm gonna go into the woods and I'm gonna look for these mushrooms. And then I was driving home and I was like, no, it's getting dark. No, and this was at like four. So <laughs> yeah, it gets it gets dark really early. Um, so yeah, yeah. But so out here, I mean, it doesn't get that dark. But I remember like I was talking to a friend about when I shot a western few a few years back in the middle of summer, and we had like one night scene, and we were standing around at like ten thirty waiting mm-hmm. for it to be dark enough to film. <laughs> So, who who thought who thinks it's a good idea that it should be fucking pitch black by five or six? Me, I like it. It's good. It's Why good. Like it? There's no time for day. I don't want any more day. I'm done. <laughs> I, I just like I don't like I don't feel bad because the the sun's going down, so I don't have to do things anymore. And I mean, well, you have you have lights. You can drive places. No, because it's dark. You don't drive places <laughs> in the dark because there's scary things out there. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So other than you know the general anxiety that weather gives you when you're making a movie that's uh, exterior and and 
there are two reasons, you know, we did the whole movie is going to be all outside for, for COVID safety and for speed. The sun is your friend. It lights the movie and lets you, you let you work faster. So we'll get through it. It'll be fine. The, the, the worst part of my anxiety is never when I'm in the middle of the stressful thing. It mm-hmm. is the lead up. Yeah. I go crazy leading up to something big. During, I can literally, I mean, I've been on sets where literally everything is falling apart around me and I felt fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I was just like, okay, let's solve this. In fact, I like when it's like, I need a solution in three minutes. And I'm like, all right, all right. So no time to waste. Uh, this. (laughs) And they're like, I guess it'll have to work. And I'm like, yes. Like, (laughs) I, that's kind of the world I like. Good. Um, but, but when it's like, okay. So on Saturday, you're going to have lots of problems to solve, and I don't know what any of them are yet. And you're like, (laughs) okay, well, it's Wednesday, so I'll just eat a hamburger and feel sad. And that works for me. I mean, that's my, that's my, that's my (laughs) method, I guess. But, uh, but no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it though. Um, I have found myself getting more excited as the days go by. Good. I'm Rather glad. than more more dreading or fearful or whatever, <sighs> I just I just hope that if we get anything, if weather postpones anything, I just want to be done by Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. That's my it's whole so goal. Soon. It well, it is, but we're. I mean, if we stay to our schedule, we'll be done the weekend before Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah. Um. So that's a little time. I mean, I, I won't. I'll even give it one better. What I mean by done by Thanksgiving really is I mean done by the end of November is what I really mean. Okay. I don't really mean done before the Thursday that we eat turkey. And by we, I mean like the two people that'll get to. I don't want. I'm getting angry. So. No, uh, <laughs> but no, I don't mean literally that Thursday. But I mean, yeah, I don't want this to leak into December. Mm-hmm. Um. I like to, with my job, as it gets colder, I like to not do much outside work-wise. Because generally when you're working movies, you're wherever you are, you're there for 10 or 12 hours. Yeah. So, like, people really don't get that. They really don't get that. Like, even as the director, it's super blue collar. It's like, all right, everybody, we're going to go. You know, it's like... Uh, I used to work as a mover and that was much more similar to making movies than when I worked at a television station because mm-hmm. movers, it's like, all right, we're going to go to this place and this is our work site for the day. That's exactly what making movies is like most of mm-hmm. the time. So it's like, we have a work site, we pick a few spots to like, you know, put our gear and stuff like that. And then we just get to work and hope that there's no rain. Yeah. Um, Cause it's very hard to work in the rain. The problem is that's the worst part, rain and snow, uh, especially snow. Cause people are like, well, snow's not that bad. And I'm like, but you, it, the problem is that the snow won't stay. It'll start snowing. And you're like, man, this is beautiful. And you start filming the scene. And by the time you film the, the other side of the conversation, the snow's gone mm-hmm. and you're like, Oh, well, fuck me. Then. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if we could have like a thing where the weather report would just be like, it's going to snow continuously for nine and a half hours. I would be like, yeah, time to go outside and film a movie. <laughs> like, this is going to be great. Because, I mean, a little plastic on the camera would protect it from the snow. But, um, but no, it's because the snow will goddamn stop. Yeah. In fact, yeah. Uh, I remember on Boggy Creek, the series, there, one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie is this really, really wide shot of the two main characters walking slowly, somewhat toward the camera. But it's like a really wide shot and we had radio mics on them. So they're loud and clear and they're doing a whole, they did a whole dialogue scene in this one wide shot as I panned through the woods, but the snow was pouring down 
And uh, the reason I did that that way is number one, it was beautiful. But number two, because I wanted so bad, just one cool shot with snow uh, or one cool scene, sorry, one cool scene with snow. So I was like, well, the only way I'm going to guarantee I get it is if it's all one shot. Cause yeah. then if the snow stops in the middle of the shot, that's still okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause then the rest of that episode, you, you like there's occasionally snow, but that one scene we got snow. Cool. It was literally very cool. Also, yeah. the snow ruined a third of that day, and we couldn't shoot a third of what we needed to get. Yeah, I feel like I remember that. Yeah, I know you remember. <laughs> You're like, I wish I could forget all the problems <laughs> that that television show was riddled with. So, yeah, but uh, no, so I'm happy to get back in the saddle. Good. I am. Um, <clears throat> I guess it's just hard because I want to get back in the saddle and do some very specific things, and I can't. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, I don't want it to sound like, cause I, this is not the way I feel. I don't want it to sound like I'm like, oh man, I got to go make this movie instead. Every movie I get to make that pays my bills is like a fucking, no, it's not like it is a fucking dream come true. And I'm so grateful. I just wish that I could do things in the order I had planned. I, I dare say that COVID-19 has really messed with my plans not others, but definitely my plans. Yeah, it hasn't messed with my plans at all. Just yours. Just mine. I am the only person whose plans have been thwarted by COVID-19. Yeah. I'm sorry so. it had to be you, but I'm glad it wasn't me. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time.